Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So it is storming big time here in the Pacific Northwest. We're expecting to get like two, three inches of rain today, which is um, which is still quite a bit, even for us here in the Pacific Northwest, where we're expecting a lot of rain. Two to three inches in a day is a lot. So we're probably going to have some flooding issues, slide issues. We're going to have issues, right? Going along with the economy, we're going to have weather issues. So um, thought I'd give you guys the lumber update video. You know how much I love to give you a lumber update video on Fridays because on Friday I get an email that kind of tells me what's going on in the different regions throughout the United States and I like to share that with you guys. Now talking about plywood, OSB, this is what it has to say. OSB continued on a steady pace this week. Availability is not as readily available from certain mills. And this has crimped the supply lines from certain producers like GP and LP, Georgia Pacific and Louisiana Pacific, especially in the Eastern Canadian and Southern zones. So this is something that we have to take into consideration because if the OSB market begins to tighten up, then the plywood market begins to tighten up as well because if you can't get the OSB, you're gonna switch over to plywood. Now, for those of you who don't know what OSB or what the plywood is used for, when you're doing new construction, you have the skeleton of the building, that's like all the two by fours and two by sixes, and then the skin that goes on the outside, that's referred to as the sheathing. That's either used as OSB or half inch CDX or the two more common uh, types of sheathing plywoods that are out there. OSB is generally the cheaper one. It's made of a bunch of little tiny chips that have been glued together where plywood is actually laminated sheets, like uh, they use veneer sheets to glue together. Plywood's stronger, it's less water sensitive, so it's more popular here in the Pacific Northwest than the OSB is. But because that OSB is the cheaper version of the sheathing, when that comes up in short supply, then everybody switches over to plywood and then the plywood prices really start to move up. That's why I told you guys last week, your time to purchase your lumber is now, right? That was last week when I said it. Even though we saw the futures prices coming down a little bit, the inventory levels are tightening up. So the price may come down, but if you can't get that material, what good is it, right? And that's what we're coming into right now. I mean, one of the signs that I saw take place prior to the lumber shortages that had happened in 2020 was I saw the pressure-treated inventory tighten up. Now, what I saw specifically was four by four, eight foot pressure-treated beams, right? These, just the four by four posts. Typically you'd use them for fence posts or you know a post for doing a deck or something like that. These things came up in short supply, like I couldn't get them, they were just out of stock. And I thought to myself, you know, I, I gotta have these four by fours. I mean, that is like the corner of every outdoor project, whether it's a deck or a fence or anything, you need to start with a four by four. And when I couldn't get the four by fours, I knew all the rest of the projects weren't gonna be taking place because you won't be able to build the deck or the fence or anything else. So when those four by fours came up in short supply, I knew we had issues then and I started stating, stating that and saying to people, it was just like, we are going to have issues coming up. If there is a short supply of inventory and you cannot get it, that inventory depletion happens, you have a demand come up and the prices are gonna shoot through the roof. Well, right now we don't have a demand, right? Housing starts are in the toilet, the builder sentiment is in the toilet, home sales are in the toilet, mortgage issuance is in the toilet, like all that stuff is not doing very well. So the demand side of things is not not very prevalent, right? The, the, the consumer of lumber out there is not like, you know, showing up every day to buy this lumber. And that is concerning a lot of these mills. Now, let's continue talking a little bit more about the plywood, okay? In recent weeks, there is a bit more stability in product pricing simply because of 
simply because they are hitting lows as compared to the previous year or two, as well as sliding below the break-even level for mills. That is something to very much consider, that the prices can only go down so far before the input costs, the labor costs, the diesel costs, all the energy costs that are going into production has now put the mills at a position in which that if it goes any further, they are not going to be able to make any more money and they start curtailing development at that point. And that's what this is saying, is that we're very close to that level. Like, it cannot drop much further than this. I mean, obviously, the futures can continue to drop. It dep That depends on the market. But the mills themselves are saying, I don't have to produce at this lower level, and, they'll, and they won't. I mean, they will shut down production, like right now, especially in the British Columbia area, because those guys are high-cost, high-output producers. And so when the cost goes up and the price comes down, those guys are like, nope, we're done. And they produce so much of it up there that it impacts the the inventory levels in here in the United States. I mean, we've got to think, we get 20% of our softwoods, the framing lumber that we use here in the United States comes from Canada. And I believe the majority of that comes out of the British Columbia area. All right, let's continue on here with the Southern Yellow Plywood, right? So that was fir plywood that I was talking about. Now we're talking about Southern Yellow Plywood. Southern Yellow Plywood. Here we go. With pricing levels off some market, <clears throat> sorry guys, with price leveling off in some markets, the SYP plywood was more active this week than we have seen in quite some time. And now that leads me to believe that is because of the OSB market tightening up that people are now shifting into this plywood. And, you know, again, that's what I said, you know, the, the prices, I just don't see going much further down from here. And if inventory starts to tighten up, prices will start moving back up. All right, moving into the Western Lumber, Western SPF, which stands for Spruce, Spruce Pine Fir. Sales of Western Spruce were slow this week as, dis as distractions of another interest rate hike and U.S. elections seem to weigh heavily on buyers' minds. Mills have built a decent order file and, and have, been con have been content to hold prices above the random lengths print. So if you're not familiar with random lengths, random lengths... Pretty much the easiest way to explain it is they compile a bunch of information from these mills and distributors all over the country, and they kind of put that together in a report. Madison's Lumber is, like we talked with Keta here on this channel. We did a great interview with Keta. You should go back and watch it. She is incredibly informative when it comes to lumber. Her business, Madison Lumber, does something very similar to it, and in her company, Madison's Lumber Report, is the older version of what Random Lengths is doing. Random Lengths is more popular because of their bigger, bigger name, but Madison Lumber has been doing the very same thing and has been doing it longer. So I would encourage everybody to go check out Madison's Lumber, a great YouTube channel. Keta does a fa fabulous job, and go check out the interview we did, uh, loaded with some really good information on lumber. Um, <clears throat> Okay, let's see here. Moving on to, uh, to where are we at on this one? Futures. Um, I think that was probably like the good information. Okay, so, uh, Eastern SPF. A slow week of sales for producers as they found themselves giving giving ground to small counters, right? So like people, like they have a price out there and then people are coming back with like, hey, I'll give you this much for it. And they're, you know, dropping the price down a little bit to meet that. Uh, let's see here. Southern Pine. The pine market continues to rise in all widths besides two by four. Cautious buying of two by fours has caused two by four price to continue to remain flat. Two by six through two by 10 remain firm along with two by 12 eights through 16s and two by 12 18s. So it sounds like there's a pretty heavy demand right now in the Southern Pine, which would make a lot of sense. Like, you know, the, 
the building in the like northern region of the United States slows down dramatically in the wintertime just because of the weather. Yeah. Um, whereas many parts in the southern part of the United States, they can build all year round and it's not a... The weather conditions aren't nearly as inhibited. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. I think that was the majority of the good stuff as far as that goes. Um... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But just kind of thinking about what we see here and what we're thinking about what's going on in the markets. Like if you follow the lumber industry, what you see in the lumber industry is really telling of what's going on throughout the rest of the manufacturers out there. Because it doesn't just necessarily talk just about like what's going on in the home building or even in the building industry. It has a lot to talk about, like it shows a lot of what's going on throughout all the industries out there. Because if lumber sales aren't up, then that's new projects not starting. That's new buildings, that's like all the appliances, that's all the fixtures, that's all the labor, that's all the stuff that goes into it. And when building slows down, then there's a lot of slowdown that's happening throughout all the rest of the industries that are not necessarily reliant on the building industry, but definitely get a significant boost because of it. And when this building industry slows down, then all the other economies or industries that are surrounded by it begin to slow down as well. And that's a significant sign when you see the lumber industry slowing down as much as we have. Now, my prediction of what we are probably going to find is that inventory levels are going to continue to tighten up. Like I said, the pressure-treated lumber that I am selling through my yard, there is a particular decking that I like to sell, 2 by 6 pressure treated without the incisor marks it's just you know, it's referred to as outdoor wood or whatever outdoor decking this stuff is incredibly hard to source out right now so it's showing me a sign that there is inventory issues out there now whether that lasts i don't know but it is definitely a sign that is that is showing that it's not a free-flowing inventory distribution like it once was right even earlier this year we had no problems with it so when you see the inventory tighten up you have issues with sales, you have prices coming down, this is not a good sign. This is signs of, of concern, of like uncertainty, 
I mean, this is showing up all over the place, and lumber is screaming it big time right now. At 430 per thousand, this is what the lumber futures are selling for right now. 430 per thousand, at least that's 438, I think is what it was when I before I started the video. 430 per thousand is incredibly low. Now, to transfer that into a two by four, that's somewhere around two and a half dollars for a two by four eight standard embedder. Considering that I was retailing a two by four eight for thirteen and a half dollars, all the price increases that have happened over the last two years have completely come out of lumber now. Gone. Not there. Money printer go burr affects lumber no more. Which is very crazy to think about considering everybody was using lumber as their indicator for hyperinflation and Federal Reserve money printer go burr prices go up. They pointed at lumber and they were wrong. Right? And you can see it happening now. This is not a good sign. That's all I can say. Come the new year, inventory levels are gonna be incredibly tight. Mills will have shut down. There is going to be at least some sort of demand coming into the future for homes. You have to think there is no, the inventory levels are very low right now and new inventory from the home builders is not coming online, okay? At some point they will. The increase in demand for new building will pick up. And when that happens, there's not gonna be enough inventory in the market and the prices will skyrocket. I, I don't know when, I don't know how long, but the longer this situation takes place, where the mills are moving more and more into inventory depletions and curtailments and shutdowns, the worse it's gonna be once the reversal does take place. I don't know how far that is. I'm assuming it's probably gonna be somewhere after the new year that we find the inventory levels hit their absolute tightest and prices start to move up. So. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Uneducated economist. You guys let me know. 